Welcome to Beyond the Walls with Pastor Israel Rodriguez, and I'm Tim Flaherty, the Christian talk radio show that goes beyond the surface level to explore the deeper truths of faith. Join us as we journey together into the heart of God's love and discover the power of faith to transform our lives. Back for another week of Beyond the Walls. I'm Tim Flaherty, your host. My co-host here is Pastor Israel Rodriguez. And of course, this week I didn't roll the R's, but... No, don't try that anymore, please. Just be yourself, you know? <laughs> I try. Hey, don't forget Andrew, bro. And of course, our friend and producer, Andrew, who keeps us on time and the ums out of our mouths as much as possible. How about his sister in California? Oh, yeah. And his sister, the deputy district attorney, who yeah. is awesome. Awesome. And we yeah. do we well, do appreciate her hard work and yeah. and everything she's doing. Well, we want to meet her in person one of these days. But today, today yeah. for the second show, guess who is here? Harry. We are excited to have Harry Tamang again from the country of Nepal. He is here in America working and learning. And we're truly honored to have him with us. If you didn't have a chance to hear last week's episode, I highly encourage you to look us up on the podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. You can get us on Spotify or Apple or any place you get podcasts. We're out there. It's, of course, Beyond the Walls with Pastor Israel Rodriguez. And this week, you know, every week I like to start with a question. Last week, the question was, how do you feel when God answers your prayers and 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 the rush that comes in from that and the you know seeing the miracle right before your eyes and but my question this week is what do you do when god doesn't answer your prayers how do you feel what is the what is the emotion when when you are in such desperate need in order to do something good because i know you you're 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 not praying for things so that you can do bad but when you're praying because you feel that you need something in order to continue to be, you know, a servant of the Lord. What what happens when you, your prayers aren't answered or they're delayed? Yeah, I feel God always answers prayers. You know, He always does in in ways we don't comprehend. Maybe because it's either a yes, and you see the result of it, and you enjoy the fruit and the hard work of. Uh, what you're doing sometimes it's no and he already said no but we're so hard-headed you know and stubborn that we don't want to take a no for an answer sometimes is uh, hold on you know because his dimension his timing is is different from from ours and we we tend to measure things in a human way you cannot measure god you cannot comprehend god he's absolute and uh, he is who he says he is and he is who he says he is in his word, in the Bible. So it may be yes, it may be no, it may be hold on, wait, be patient, but he does always answer. So when I get a, a no as an answer, I have to understand that there are ways that seems to be good for men, but the goal, the finishing line is death. He knows better because he knows the future. Sometimes I don't understand what did i get a note today but he knows better he knows the plans that how he created me he knows the future he knows the best deal for me and when i don't understand i just 
try to take my time, you know, raise my hands, pray, praise the Lord, and in due time, when he considers I'm ready for an answer, he'll give it to me. But don't question him. It might be yes, it might be no, it might be wait. You know, I talk a lot about the miracles that I see. And doing this ministry with you, I see my fair share. One, though, that I would say was truly a miracle was this spring. And I want to I talk about it, but maybe we'll talk about it next week because we're running short on time. But this spring with the fireworks stand and we, you know, we just didn't have a place to set up. And there, you know, it had been for years and years in the same location and it had, that had always worked out and it was always easy. And then this year, nothing and nothing and nothing until finally it worked out. And so maybe we'll talk about that next week. We'll be right back. The Astigos.org Community Warehouse is a powerful tool for churches, nonprofits, and schools to get the items they need at a fraction of the cost. Most items are available up to 90% off retail prices. Membership to Astegas.org Community Warehouse is free and takes just a few minutes to sign up online at astegas.org. To learn more about how your church, nonprofit, or school can start saving money, go to astegas.org. And we're back again, and uh, this is Beyond the Walls. I'm Tim Flaherty. We have Pastor Israel Rodriguez and our guest this week, Harry Tamang from the country of Nepal. Last week when we met up with you, Harry, and you were you were talking with us, we were talking about your journey as a young man. We were talking about the trauma you suffered in that horrible, horrific bombing, and you exploring the world through education. What I was wondering, and before we dive back into you being in Norway, I, just a quick thought that I had. Your five brothers and your five sisters that you have, are they educated or are they working in Nepal? Oh, so uh, some of them, only one of them is like educated. He got education until grade 11 and others are uneducated and they are working at back home. Mm. And what are some of the jobs that they do? Also, one of them is builder, and also rest of them are farmers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you speak with them quite often? I do. Uh, I do. Like it might be every weeks, and or like a, we do a lot of video call with them. And also, one of my brother he's in Qatar right now working, and so I also talk with him in Qatar. In uh-huh. Qatar. Yes. And what does he do in Qatar? I'm not sure actually. I think he's working either buildings or fixing Wi-Fi or something. Okay, so something more in the trades a little bit. Oh yeah. Okay, terrific. So you're you, when we last spoke with you, you were you had been accepted and you went to Norway. You got to meet the Queen of Norway, Queen Sonia. Sonia. Yes. And. You were about to tell us about an interesting trip that you were able to take to the North Pole, but we didn't get there. So tell us about that trip. Oh, so when I was in UWC uh, in 2018, summer in May, so I had an opportunity to go to North Pole with 99 global leaders from all sectors, education, business, also politics, and so the main reasons we were planning to, and and the main reason we were going there was to define the 15 most important questions in our life for the future and the 
upper gen generation. So I was lucky to select, got selected out of 100 global leader. I was one of them. So they selected me and then, and we went to North Pole for seven days trip. We went from Laguna to all the way North Pole. And so I was the first Nepali who crossed that North Pole in you, 2018. The first Nepalese person to go to the North Pole and Tell me this: How did you get there? Was it on? Was it on dog sleds? Did you have track? Did you have snowmobiles? How did you? How did you make the journey? Oh, we have a big ship, um, and so that ship we went through ship, and of course we had a small boat and also others. So, but we used the main ship because it was a summer and there was not a lot of ice uh, when we were crossing the. North Pole. Okay. So you were on a boat. Yes. A big, big boat. Wonderful. And you, you said you were looking for 15 of 15 important questions in your life or in for the entire world? For the entire world. And do you remember what was one of the questions that was asked? Um, actually, uh, I think one of the questions was like, a, what would be our like education system or our society after the AI. So that was the one of the questions I do remember. Wow. And back in 2018, they were already thinking about artificial intelligence and, and how that would affect the education system. And I think... What was your answer? <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave me like this, you know. <laughs> no, I mean, so there was a lot of discussions between all these sector people because... Uh, when we talk about education, it's not only involved teachers, you know, there is a business, there is a investors, there is a politician, you know, there is a social activist, all of them has a, like a somehow input, you know, on those like a making decisions and systems, you know, to create a better system. So, I don't know, might be, I mean, if you look at right now, you know, m most of the AI, you know, taking all the teachers' jobs. And also, you can find all the answers in AI, chat GPT. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> After this trip, you come back to Norway and you decide to come to America. What made it certain for you that you were going to choose the College of Idaho? You ha I know you had multiple opportunities, but why, why the College of Idaho? Why Idaho? Why Caldwell? Why the mighty metropolis of Caldwell? Oh, no, so as I told you all, so I was born in Nepal and Nepal has a lot of mountains, for example, Mount Everest and also other mountains. And so when I was when I was searching for university and then I did a little bit research about Idaho and then I found in Idaho it's more looks like a Nepal, even though the peak is not like a that tall as compared to Nepal, but there's a Rocky Mountain and there's a lake where I can go a lot of hiking, also camping and also rafting and also kayaking and canoeing. So that's why I chose College of Idaho and because it feels like my home, you know. Home away from home. Yes. <laughs> so you looked at the opportunities, not just in the school, but outside the school, and you felt like the surroundings were going to be better for you more than say like a school in Chicago, New York, Boston, that, that, that setting, that rural setting, which is so close to your heart was, was what really drew, drew you here. 
Yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, people say you know, College of Idaho is number one uh, in terms of uh, private schools in Idaho. But at the same time, you know, the surrounding around College of Idaho and also in general in Idaho, you know, there's a Sun Valley, there's a Redfish Lake, there's like a lot of Rocky Mountains Tell that me, give me family vibes. How did you find it? Did you find the people friendly? Tell me, tell me some experiences about your first arriving here at the College of Idaho. What was that first week like? What was that first day like? Oh, so I was kind of offered when I was coming from Nepal to here. But I didn't realize, you know, like the people in here are so humble and they are very caring each other. And I was thinking, you know, like uh, coming to America, it's like a people just want to focus on independent. You don't know neighbor each other. But when I came here, I met so many people. They knows like a community. They are very you know like into community. They talk each other and also they share, they share a lot of things together. You know, so when I came here, basically it was like a another extended family for me because they welcome in a way that I'm never going to forget in my life, you know. So they gave me a lot. And when you are an international student, they try to match you with a host family. Tell me a little bit about your host family. Oh, so when I came here in freshman year, so I found one host family of Dave and Debbie. So both of them are teachers, and one is a College of Idaho professor, another is retired teacher, high school teachers. So, yeah, that's like a, there used to be another host family coordinator. He used to go uh, talk in a community and then find a host family for us. And with that, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Pastor Martin Flaherty. And are you looking for a place to connect with others in the Caldwell area? If so, come and join us at Deer Flat Church in Caldwell, Idaho. We're a welcoming and friendly community of believers who come together to grow in our faith and support one another. Our services are filled with uplifting music, inspiring messages, and a warm and welcoming atmosphere. We believe that everyone is welcome, no matter where you are on your faith journey. Join us this Sunday and experience the joy and fellowship of our community. Visit DearFlat.org to learn more about our services and events. We look forward to seeing you there. And we're back again. I'm Tim Flaherty, and of course we have Pastor Israel Rodriguez from Deer Flat Church, and our guest this week, Harry Tamang, who's sharing with us his experience growing up in Nepal and coming to America through the UWC program, which stands for United World Colleges Program. You can look that up on the internet. It's a program for young men and women from all across the globe to study and improve their lives through education, and then hopefully improve the economic situation in the third world country where they're from. We learned a little bit about Harry just in this last segment, coming here to the College of Idaho and meeting his host family, Dave and Debbie, who are both teachers. And then tell us a little bit about that first that first semester that you're here. What were some of the things that you did? What were some of the, I mean, I know that the community of Caldwell was welcoming, but share with me some of those experiences. How was it to attend class and live in Caldwell? Yeah, so basically it was it was not easy for the first years because even though I did a little bit English at my high school in, at UWC, so I was still suffering for the English course uh, when I came to College of Idaho. But the teachers and also the community were very supportive and they helped me a lot in terms of learning my English 
and also per personally grow up. Uh, so, and so when I came, like in my freshman year, I did uh, a lot of community service at College of Idaho. I was the senator for College of Idaho, and also started working at Campus Safety, and also I started working for the Hosh Family Program because that year I was helping one of my uh, Nepali brothers for the host family program. So at College of Idaho, we have over 95 countries students, so around 200 to 250 students. And then when they come here, they don't have a, like a housing or other facility when the college closed. For example, winter break, they cannot go back home because the flight is very expensive. And also in summer break, they cannot go home because the flight is very expensive. So that time they need some additional support. That's why we started, you know, finding more local people to become a host family for our peers. So you come to America because of a scholarship. Yes. And then there are some things that you struggle with when you are here in America, like this break, summer break, winter break, stuff like this. So the host family program comes together in partnership with International Students Incorporated, which is people that we know from our church background that yeah. goes together in the community. And this is how I heard for the first time about this program in Caldwell with the International Students. And this is how I actually got to meet you, you know, uh, through International Students and the host family programs. And uh, this first year you were here, uh, you, you were talking about 95 countries. What, what is the country with the most amount of students represented here in the uh, International Students community? So we used to have um, African, uh, the, like a couple of years ago, Now we have uh, Nepali and African. I of think. course, it has to be Nepal. Huh? Yeah. It has to be <laughs> Nepal. <laughs> that's good. That's that's a good thing. And in spending time to get to know you and such of the other students, you know, Chuba, Shubham, and Nirujan, and some others, you know, I I see that you guys have a sense of your family oriented. You know, family is very important to you in in, in your culture and. Uh, Cooking, of course, you know, cooking skills, you know. How did you manage, how do you deal in your first year in coming to America not having homemade food from your country? Uh, I mean, <laughs> basically we have a lot of spice and we eat a lot of rice and also meat, lentils, and also we have like a, we eat a lot of spicy and salty and very oily food. And so in America, uh, they have a lot of dishes like fast uh, food, and also burger and bacon and those items. But uh, it was hard for me because uh, I never used to those food, you know. Yes. So that's why I, I ate uh, still. And at the same time, I started, to, you know, figuring out myself and then started cooking myself sometime when I have a free time. Yeah, going beyond the walls, you know, you have to forget about your, your comfort zone, uh -huh. uh, your your home, your bed, your food, just because you're fixing your eyes towards a mark, towards the goal, towards the finishing line. And you just finished your studies this past semester in May. I was on the ceremony at the college. So what do you mayor in and uh, what are you doing right now? What What are your future plans for you and also for, for your wife who is visiting also you here? Oh, yeah. No, first, thank you so much for coming to my graduation. Um, 
Yeah, I, I graduated business degree and some uh, finance class. So I just wanted to get back to my community because I'm here today because of somebody's help, you know. And also a lot of people in my life, they helped me to become who am I today. And so that's why I started, you know. And also I want to, you know, focus on how can I give back to community. Right now I'm working at astego.org. And so I'm trying to help a lot of teachers, churches and home schools and non-profit organizations. Be part of this program. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to... Uh, give back to the community that took, you know, some of the time and resources to invest in you. And uh, <laughs> I was telling you, you know, before the break that I was asking God for at least one person. Give me one person that makes me understand the reason why you brought me here from Venezuela. You know, because a lot of time when you're not having that yes answer, You think that he's not answering you or that he's taking too long to answer. And uh, I had some plans already to go back home because, you know, things were not happening in the time they were supposed to happen according to my clock and my timing. And my prayer was, give me one person. You choose the person. You choose their background. You choose where they come from. You choose the language they speak. I'm not going to be picky at all. I will take that person as you're sending him or her to our life, you know, to our ministry, to to the life of the church beyond the walls in our community. And there you were, you know, there you were. And I remember the first day I met you at a McCain yes. uh, a cafeteria, you know, I, I say, how do you greet somebody from Nepal? And then I found that keyword, you know, namaste. Oh. And that was the beginning of a great connection, of a great friendship. And uh, it's only God through Jesus Christ, who can orchestrate all these plans with all these details. You know, all we get to do is ask of him, have your way in my life, let your will be done here on earth, in my life and through my life, just as it is in heaven. And you are an answer to my prayer. And uh, I thank you so much, you know, for, for just being who you are. And things we don't understand today, in due time, we, we will get to understand. Maybe yes, maybe no. Maybe be patient. Well, I think that when you get a chance to meet Harry, you just see the light inside of him right away, as you do with so many others. And with that, we'll be right back. The Estegos.org Community Warehouse is a powerful tool for churches, nonprofits, and schools to get the items they need at a fraction of the cost. Most items are available up to 90% off retail prices. Membership to the Estegos.org Community Warehouse is free and takes just a few minutes to sign up online at estegos.org. To learn more about how your church, nonprofit, or school can start saving money, go to estegos.org. That's A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot O-R-G. And we're back again. We, we of course, have been so lucky and just we're, we're so honored and grateful to have our friend Harry Tamang from the country of Nepal here with us. And we're going to have him back next week, and we're going to talk all about the work he's doing now and the work that he's going to be doing for the next year and how if you want to get involved and support Harry, you can do that. Of course, uh, we love to end each one of our episodes with a prayer. And since we have Harry in our midst today, uh, we're going to ask him to say a prayer in uh, Nepalese. We're going to have the pastor say it in English so that you all can understand what's being said. But then also, Harry can, can say it in his native language so that if there are any Nepalese out there that are listening, that they'll be able to understand what this prayer means. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins. Sorge Pita, Hamra, Papurkulagi, Christma, Manakulagi, Essences like Potono, Baikoma, Hami, Tapailai, Danibad Dicho. Jesus, we acknowledge you are the only way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father except through you. As you, Hami, Sukar Gorchuki Tapai, Satera Jiwanko, Ekmatra Bato Honuncho, Ratapai Marpot, Baika Kuhipani, Pita Kaha Andinon. We ask you to forgive us, to cleanse us, that we may receive your perfect peace that passes all understanding. Hami Tapai Lai, Hami Lai Chama Gurna, Hami Lai Sudda, Gurnakulagi, Onod Gordachuki, Hami Litapaiko, Puna Santi, Prapta Gurna, Saksung. We confess our great need of you today. Give us your Holy Spirit so we can navigate life knowing you are who you say you are in your word. We want what you want today. Let your perfect will be done in my life here on earth as it is in heaven. In the mighty and wonderful name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Esu Srishtko Mahan Ra Abuddha Nama Hami Patana Gatsu. Amen. Amen. Team, looking forward to the next program. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. May God bless you richly. Have a great week.